Hi guys. Hello. Welcome to Ed Arlene's Spearcast. If you're new to this podcast, we talk about all things related to mindfulness, magic, astrology, tarot, Reiki, anything in that realm. Today, we have another awesome episode, and our guest is Thomas Moonigle. He's back again to chat about shamanic journeying, and in particular, his workshop on July 15th. Yep, it's upcoming workshop at the Menagerie in Pittsburgh. We're really excited about this, and we yeah. talk um, pretty extensively in the episode about like what you'll need to bring if you choose to come, and he'll also be doing a book signing yeah. I think it's the day after. Uh, I do want to mention, if you are listening to this after July 15th, the episode still is about shamanic journeying. So um, it is a timeless episode. Yes, which, yes. Um, it's just, if you're listening to beforehand, um, it'll give you an idea of what the workshop's going to be like. Yeah, we're really excited. I'm ready to get into the other worlds. Yeah, so he talks about... Um, how what it's like meeting your um lower world and upper world guide which is yeah. really cool uh, i don't want to disclose too much before we get into the episode do you want to tell them where they can find us at so you can follow us over on twitter at edpro underscore pgh we tweet a lot you can follow us on instagram tumblr facebook tiktok at at an instagram at, at arlene you can go to our youtube channel and like and subscribe to get some free reiki that we post almost every single day you can also go to our website, edarlene.com, sign up for our email list, and get a free Reiki session on the first of every single month. Yeah. Yeah. Got anything you want to chat about before we I had some it? funny stuff to say, but it totally erased from my mind. Yeah. Like, I had some really funny I wanted to bring up in the intro for this, but I honestly don't remember right now, so. Yeah, I don't. Maybe for the next one, I'll think of it. Yeah, our next episode, we're going to have Patrick back on for the mono- from the Menagerie. Yes, really excited um, about that. Yeah. It's going to be fun. He's such a good storyteller. Yeah, he's really great. Um, I think I was going to talk about, like, because right now when we're recording this, there's been a lot of, like, energy coming in and, like, the Schumann, I don't know if you paid attention to that or not, but the Schumann residence over has been looking very interesting recently. But we just are off the solstice, so we're still in that energy still. Yeah, it's kind of disappointing because, like, I um, I love solar energy. I love um, sun. I do like working with the moon, but I feel like I'm lean more into, like, the solar the solar stuff. So the sun also has a cycle, and but it goes throughout, like, the day. And I feel like I don't see as many people talking about the sun, like, cycle and how to work with that magically. But, uh... A lot of people wore because of the solar um, or the solstice, and I was really excited because this forecast all week was supposed to be really sunny, and I feel like the sun like recharges me, and uh, I just the warmth of the sun. It's like the opposite with you. You're like I'm no. guided by the moon. I'm, I'm <laughs> yeah. freaking cancer. Um, but I, I mean, I love the moon too. It's just I always end up falling into the solar stuff, and. It's been so cloudy and rainy. <laughs> this is something we talked about before. I don't know if we talked about it on the podcast or not, but I have this, like this running theory that depending on what time of day you're born ends up being like your favorite time. You're yeah, you're not alone in that. No. Um, I see a lot of people. Okay, well, first off, the time of day you're born, there's different entities that like oversee that. Uh-huh. And there's this really cool um, book I have, and it talks about the angels. That are connected to the hour you're born mm-hmm. and that type of thing. 
and also the day and then the season. So I think there is something to your theory about having affinity for certain parts of the times of the year, times of the day, yeah. days of the days week. Days of the week for sure. Based off of when you're born. Yeah. Um, and I know that's been a running theory of yours forever. Uh, and that was based off of personal experience because it felt like everybody we met, if they were morning person, they loved the mornings. Or... Yeah, and then it turned out they were born in the morning. Yes. If they love the night, that means they were most likely born in the evening. Evening or night. Or nighttime. And... Even when it comes to seasons as well. Yes, yeah, seasons. I've noticed people who um, are born in certain seasons will lean into... Uh, so, like, I was born in the fall, yeah. but I was born in September, early September, so... I, I, like, lean into both that, like, liminal, like, that in-between, that transition. Like, I love the summer, but I also really love, like, the fall, like, early fall. Um, and I've noticed that people tend to, like, do that. Now, it's not foolproof. Like, you, you know, you were born in July, and you're not really into the hot heat, but you do like the summer fun, I love you know? the summer fun. I like, I like to <laughs> frolic in the fields and, you know. Lay on a lay beach. Lay on a beach, float in a lake. I'm about, I'm about that recreational fun. <laughs> but yeah. but <clears throat> what I was going to say is that when it comes to that, like people like me, I, th- I think that <clears throat> however long you, you were gestating in your mother's womb, you might have an interest in that season, like ahead of it. Yeah, that could be it too. I don't know. It's just a no, theory. I don't, but I think there's something to it again, because I've read a couple um, things that link... Every, I think everything has a purpose. I think our names um, are important. I think the letters in our names are important. You know how you'll have people with the same names that's spelled differently? That can affect your numerology. I think that um, the numbers from when we're born matter. I think all of it is way more um, interested and tailored to us than we can, e- can even imagine. And, and that the energies influence us more than we... Um, imagine and I you know it's from my personal experience experience yeah and like um even now like you know we talk about HDBs all the time like one of my HDBs had pointed out when I was born and it's like <clears throat> hey like yeah yeah so without going into too much detail so anyways we're talking a lot do you want to get an episode now yeah let's get in it let's just get it hop right in <laughs> all right we're currently getting over a little bit of a cold right now so yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's horrible, but, you know. <laughs> Stay healthy. Yeah, hopefully you guys are feeling all right. I think there's a bug going around. Um, just been doing Reiki on myself. Uh, yeah, Reiki <laughs> and praying, yeah, pretty much. Um, all right. Okay. <laughs> okay, guys, this is an ad. We believe in supporting small business, and today we're talking about the small business called Garage Cats. They make 100% organic Handmade lip balm using hemp and cocoa butter. It smells amazing. It lasts for a very long time. They use eco-friendly paper tubes. They're pretty much awesome. If you are interested in supporting this business, you can find the link below or go to garagecats.etsy.com. We just want to take a quick moment to invite everyone listening to check out our shop at edarlene.com. If you like what we do, it is one of the easiest ways to support us. Plus, you will get our awesome handcrafted 100% vegan soy candles, our prints, books, oracle cards, and book a Reiki session. All of this can be found at edarlene.com and linked in the show notes.
Okay, we're back on with Thomas. Welcome. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> we're happy to have you back on the show, and we're really, really, really excited for your upcoming course that's happening in July, on July 15th at the Menagerie in Pittsburgh. And we'll have that information linked down below. So if you are a listener and are in the Pittsburgh area and would like to come vibe and do some shamanic journeying, please join us on that yeah. magical day. Should we give him a quick trip to Pittsburgh? He could always come to Pittsburgh. <laughs> he don't yes. have to in the area. <laughs> I, I'm not from the area, but I'm gonna I'm gonna be coming in for it. So yeah, it'll be fun. I'm gonna be there the day before doing sessions for people too. Or I've I've ordered books to sign and all sorts of stuff. Oh okay, so I'm um, even better. Come the 14th. Yeah. Come hang out. Get a book. Get get your book signed if you have one already. You have to sign my book. Yeah, you have to sign ours okay. for sure. I yeah. love that. I'm, I'm not going to be one of like, oh, you have to buy a new one for me to sign it. No, if you have my I book already, I will Because you can um, do your annotations. And... Um, so I always, like, will refer books and stuff to people, and then I don't want to give them my copy. <laughs> I might get another one that you, like, sign, and then that way I'll have my other one in case I want to, like, share it with people. Um, cause I, I really, uh, really enjoyed your book. I like the runes a whole lot and I feel like your book was, um, one of the first ones that I really like. Introductory. Yes. Yeah. And then I went on this like full like path with the runes and, um, when I was like learning the runes, I would meditate with them, like each one and kind of do, um, you know, this meditation where I traveled and I don't know it was really cool but I felt like your book really helped you were a um, uh, love it you loved it yeah I love it I really <laughs> do like, it helped you on your rune journey yeah yeah I love the runes so um, I we are fun things like when I, I I've known people like locally and they've read it and they know me mm-hmm. and I go and talk to them and they're like, it's so funny. I was reading your book and like, I hear it in your voice. Cause like, yeah, I wrote it in pretty much my voice. Like at least the introductory parts and the closing parts, like the mint stuff is all the runes. So they're, they're actually laughing when they're reading some of the stuff because it's like, well, yeah, that's kind of how I talk. I mean, it's just <laughs> like, I wrote it. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great book. It is. Do you have any um, writing projects in the works right now? I, yeah, actually, um, <laughs> uh, one I set to the side cause I'm like, that one's not quite ready. I'm not quite ready to write that. I like, I'm not mature enough to write that book yet. And I don't know if I ever will, cause it might be just too personal of a, of a journey to share, but, mm. um, I'm in the middle of writing a book of short stories. So, um, I've kind of hit like a block area with that, but I'm hoping that like getting on the road will sort of loosen things up, seeing, you know, unfamiliar things. But, you know, another thing that came up was, you know, in discussion and doing clearing work on somebody's electronics, um, the idea of shamanic journeys with electronics, shamanic journeys with the internet, um, and that being a whole topic for a book, um, which it could easily be. Um, but that's just sort of like in the idea phase at this point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Doing a book on shamanic journey. And I think that I would read it. Yeah. Oh, for I mean, sure. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. We'll have, but we will have the book we were talking about earlier. Link below. Yes. For our Drumming down the room. Yeah. 
but we have it in our book list too um we have like this book like library yeah and we have it in the um recommended yeah for runes but mm-hmm. yay <laughs> <laughs> Do you read runes a lot or is that a practice that you kind of? It comes up, you know, I used to, for certain people, you know, there's certain things that tarot is better for and there's other things that runes are better for. And be honest, I haven't been doing many readings for a while. Uh, My life has been kind of crazy. I've had family family members with health issues that I've been sort of subsumed with and, you know, just trying to come back after you know the the main phase of the pandemic has kind of come to a close and trying to restart because I kind of put like everything in hibernation mode uh business wise and uh so I'm almost having to start from scratch so I've been really kind of just like overwhelmed (laughs) yeah yeah but sometimes we have to do that for our highest good so we can get on the better trajectory yeah like Almost like a reset. Sometimes. Yeah, hard reset. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just so easy. It's like let's just coast. But you know, I can be just as much as anyone resistant to change. And so people, oh, you should get on this new thing. And I'm like, well, you know, it took me forever to get on Instagram, which I don't use very well. It took me forever, <laughs> you know, to finally start TikTok. I was like, oh, I don't know if I can do short format. Well, I'm learning how. So. Uh, <laughs> Recently, we were just talking to you about your video where you bent, a, or the spoon was bent. Mm-hmm. Can you explain it for our listeners? Because we're really excited. Yeah, we're really excited to hear it. Yeah, but yeah and, and I, I apologize that that video is somewhat just, I bent that spoon like in 2015. So it's it's been there in that way, in the drawer. And I was thinking, I was looking for like stuff that I could talk about. And I was like, oh, yeah, I, you know, I did it once. And I was just like, yeah, yeah, I've done it. Okay, cool. And I was doing this uh, home core, home study course called Sync Creation, which is um, it uses HemiSync technology uh, to help you like go through a course of manifestation and all. And I really need to make better use of that because I have the whole course. <laughs> mm-hmm. But one of the final exercises was, you know, to show you the m- power of your mind was the spoon bending, and you know, you go through and you go into this deep state and you you actually send love into the spoon. You know, you like connect with the spoon. It's sort of like, you know, you honor the spoon and then you just sort of like rub your fingers on it and you ask that it bend. And it just sort of you, you do kind of put a little bit of pressure, but you're not like pushing. You're just testing to see if it will bend. And sure enough, it did. And I, I got to say that this the spoons and sporks that they send you in that kit are sturdy mm. i mean <laughs> they're thick they're not cheap they're quality silverware and you know i was just like wow this i mean it gives a little gives a little gives a little gives a little and i thought you know maybe i'm pushing but then at the end when i came out and i tried to straighten i was like damn how did i get that <laughs> Get it That's like amazing. Wait, so where can you get these kits at? <laughs> <laughs> You're trying to get one. I'm trying to think. Um, you can find Sync Creation online. I, I don't know if the you might go to the Monroe Students as uh, website and see if they have it on their online store. I I don't know if they still do, but I'm if you type in Sync Creation, like you know, okay. you can you can find it. And and it's it's uh I think like a 
600 some odd, or it was, this is a couple years ago, course. Um, and that comes with a big, huge binder with stuff. It comes with all the CDs. Um, and, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's cool. I would say if you do it, like, go in with a friend and have them be your study buddy that will keep you on track. <laughs> I feel like that's how we always Yeah, that's how it. we always are. I swear, Ada gives me the course material. And, <laughs> and I'm like, okay. I'm trying to get her to, like, finish up this meditation thing. <laughs> I am going to push through it, and I'm going to really enjoy it and have some major breakthroughs. It's yeah. on the list. <laughs> Sometimes I get a little squirrely. Yeah. I, I started this, or I finished it um, last week, but it was this course on meditation because I'm trying to, like, prepare myself for your thing. Oh, I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. What? This morning I got that message. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, I just want to, I don't know. I just felt like I should do it, so. Get ready. No. Yeah. Well, no, I don't know. I, I wanna... think you can take it to the next level. We're, yeah. right, we're, we want to optimize this while experience here. while yeah. you're here. We have to, Yeah. That's why I did it. Yeah. Okay, well, thanks. Um, thanks, universe. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't want to, like, waste the experience, if that makes sense. You know, like, this is your first time, like, here doing something with us. So, um, yeah. You want it to be uh, efficient. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. See if yeah. I can. I, I, I feel like I'm trying to plan out, like, the next couple of years to see like I want to go here and teach I want to go here and teach because I like doing workshops and stuff with people and it, particularly when it's not in my normal hometown area because like when you're in your hometown everyone's like oh I know them oh I'll catch them next time you know kind of thing mm-hmm. <laughs> oh for sure yeah. yeah it's like oh they can't be that special they live here you know <laughs> yeah I feel like people do that with everything in general, though. Yeah, if it's familiar, you you just you tend to discount it, or um, you you don't value it as much because it's there all the time. So that's why most of my clients are not here. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't think about that. No. Way. We don't have many local clients. We do have local listeners. And um, listeners, but I'm saying like Reiki people. Reiki, no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have we had an occasional? But I think mostly it's more like West Coast and international, mm-hmm. depending. Yeah. Um, so maybe there is something to that since we're here. Canada. They love yeah. us. <laughs> <laughs> it's sort of like yeah, the farther away someone is, it's sort it, you know, it's sort of like with a dating website, you know, like the farther away they are, the more attractive they are and the more attractive they find you. Um, it's the same way with like spiritual work or any kind of man. It's like, wow, they're way far away and they're doing this. They must be really cool. Whereas if they're just across town, you're like, what can they know? You know? <laughs> that is an interesting theory. I like yeah, that. Yeah. Perspective. And Sean's not from Pittsburgh. No. no and I, yeah. yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah. But, um, I'm excited for it. Uh, should we tell the listeners a little bit about the uh, recap? Yeah, like a recap sure. about what you're going to be teaching. Yeah, we're going to be um, learning uh, shamanic journeying techniques, which is, you know, uh, sending your consciousness or part of your spirit out into the different shamanic worlds. Uh, we're just going to do the lower world and upper world, though, for an intro class. We're not going to do the middle world. That's more advanced. And um, honestly, we don't have time to. I mean, <laughs> 
Okay. <laughs> trying, I'm like, I keep saying, oh, we could do this journey and that journey. I'm like, really, Thomas? How many hours do you think this class is? You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's well, six hours long, right? Yeah. I, okay. It's going to go over, I'm sure. Uh, okay. <laughs> it always does. No, I've never finished a class on time. <laughs> Hey, fine by me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sounds good. Um, and once again, like, what stuff should people bring with them if they're attending? Sure. Um, they definitely need uh, something to write with and something to write on. I'm not going to have any notebooks there. I don't know. Maybe the menagerie. I'm actually going to talk to them to say, hey, you might want to have some cool journals that people can purchase. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's a good idea. Um, they have journals there. Do you remember? Uh, they might. They might have some, but I'm sure. Yeah. That they I've been can't trying to sell like stuff yeah. that might, you know, I'm like, do you have any drums? Like they don't carry drums. I'm like, well, maybe some rattles or something. So if you have a drum or a rattle, bring it, because I only have two drums. Now I've got lots of little rattles, so I will bring all of my rattles, uh, so that people have something to use. And you know, we're gonna also, I'm gonna talk about, you know, setting sacred space the shamanic way, um, that sort of thing. We may do some, we'll probably do some smudging. Um, actually, I know we will at the beginning. So there's going to be stuff besides just the journeying practice. There's going to be some of the principles involved. Um, there'll be rules of class, which you have to agree to follow. Otherwise, I'll send my power animal to chase you. Um, <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> which sounds a lot more fun than it is. Uh, <laughs> fun for me, not for you. <laughs> Oh, dear. Um, what about, should people bring a yoga mat or are we going to be sitting in yeah, chairs? I, think we, I mean, some people like to sit when they journey. Some people like to lay down. I would say definitely if you've got a yoga mat and maybe a little blanket, you know, because, mm-hmm. you know, if we're inside and you get cold and some, you know, so just a little blanket to lay on top of yourself so that you're comfortable. And, um, you know, try. I would say try both positions, you know. Try laying down one time, try sitting up one time, see if you notice a difference. Um, so, and I'm, you know, we're going to have a various, I'm going to have, I don't know how well the audio will pick up if I drum now. I probably not. So um, my mic. I on the, try it. My, yeah. I will see how it comes through and see if you can hear it. So I, here's one of my drums. Um, how is that? It can, I could hear it. You could. Okay. Yeah. I don't know yeah, how it's going to come through on the audio. It will sound better in person. I promise all of you listeners it will. Uh, <laughs> like it'll sound better. Don't worry. <laughs> I know this because I tried to do like a drumming YouTube video once and it was yeah. a disaster. Um, you couldn't really hear it. No, we could hear I think, no, I think it sounded great. Yeah. I think it picked up just fine. Yeah. So, I mean, there'll be we'll experiment with different ways to like different sounds that you can use. Um, I'll have like a speaker that I can use. So sometimes I'll be drumming. Sometimes we'll be using an audio recorded track uh, so that we can get some varieties because some people journey great with drums. Some people journey great with a rattle. Some people I've got some didgeridoo tracks that might be their jam. Um, For me, it varies. It's like, where am I going to go? Okay. Uh, who am I going to talk to? Well, I want the didgeridoo for this. Okay. And it's, it's just very unique. And some people like, they'll just take, you know, clicker sticks and just like, or two pencils and tap them together at a certain rhythm and they can journey. 
So Aww. we'll talk about all those things um, and, you know, hopefully have, you know, enough time to experiment. I want to, like, give you, like, a breadth of things to do, but I also, you know, like, there's only so much time that we can do it and also have time to discuss and share. So that that is, like, where, you know, depending on the size of the class... <laughs> Um, the more people you have, the more time it takes to go around the circle and have people share. Um, and, you know, there's also you need time for people to sit and write their notes in their journal and also just sit and absorb sometimes what they've just experienced. So my challenge as an instructor or a facilitator is to, like, you know, lay it out, but also give people the space they need. And not feel like I have to fill the whole time with me doing something or talking. Um, and that's, you, you just learn, like, because you're, like, you're always like, am I doing enough as the instructor? Am I doing enough? And, um, you know, that always comes from my own insecurities about stuff. Am I good enough? You know, mm-hmm. oh, for sure. I always prepare more things than we'll probably ever actually get to do. <laughs> just to be safe. Just to be safe. <laughs> I don't want anyone going like, well, that was a waste, you know? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think I'm going to get something. I'm excited to meet my guides for it. Yeah, I'm very excited. Um, very, very excited. <clears throat> I'm curious to see what power animal I'm going to get. Me too. Yeah. Me too. I I'm trying not to think about it, though. Yeah. Remember, you recommended not to. Thing. Try not to project ahead of time what you think it's going to be. You may have step animals that you like, and that's fine. And you can even say, oh, geez, I hope it's that one because I really like it. But don't be dead set on it being that one. And if you happen to be a guy and you want a big, strong predator, I'm going to tell you right now, the more you want that, the less likely it's going to happen. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's all it is. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. And then the upper world guide, I'm really excited for yeah. just like the possibilities, you know? Yeah, really, like, the the sky is the limit on that one. So, I mean, again, try not to project too much. And then the other half of that is, like, you might get something and go, like, how come I got this? You know, I'm, I, I, I'm not good enough for this. That is the common reaction from some people. Like, I, I don't think I'm good enough for you, sir, or madam, or whatever the case may be, because sometimes it's not gendered either. You know, this is upper world, anything. In the previous episode, you said it could be anything. It could be angel, angelic. It could be yeah. <clears throat> anything. So yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. It, I, I try, you know, I, I keep it safe. It could be a deity form. It could be like a non-terrestrial intelligence. It could mm-hmm. be, you know, cosmic dolphins. I don't know. It could be anything. <laughs> cosmic dolphins. Man, can you imagine that? Wow. Well, See, possible. now I put that yeah. thought in your head and you're like, I want that. I'm like, <laughs> I instantly thought of, um, and you're going to laugh, you know, Lisa Frank, it's 90s. Uh, I remember in elementary school, we all loved it, but it was always like binders. And oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And dolphins yeah. were like trapper like, keepers. Up. Yes, trapper keepers. Yes. yes. I know yeah, exactly. I, of, uh, I remember this, yes, vividly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 90s burnt in my mind. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I thought of when he said That's the funny. dolphins. Like, yeah. Dolphins. With the rainbow or something. <laughs> yeah. Stars. Stars come yeah. out. Like. Space whales. I don't know. I'm just I'm just making stuff up at this point. Uh, 
It all sounds great. It all sounds fun. <laughs> Go on with an open mind and yeah. just let the journey take you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm trying to think of like different things we can do with upper world teachers and different things that we can do with the, I have plenty of stuff. I'm like, I don't need any more for the lower world practice. We got it. Okay. I'm just like, I, I'm, and I'm trying not to front load that because I want to allow enough time for people to like work with their upper world teacher and things. And um, what I'm hoping to do is that if we've got a good group of people is to like, you know, basically connect you all so that you all can actually afterward the class can, you know, maybe get together once a month and do some journeys. Ooh. Um, I like that. I like that too. Yeah. We do and, like a circle here. Yeah, we do do yeah. a circle. Um, like so, uh we did one yesterday oh yeah we do our personal yeah, yeah our personal one that's what i was talking about okay so it'd be cool if we could do this you know like you were saying once a month yeah um integrated in yeah i do, i have a question though sure so, um see so you now we have our our spirit guides you know and we have like our main one that's kind of with us a lot and so i have like a guide who um i think it's like a gatekeeper guide or of the, of, or something like that but uh they're always like with me whenever I meet certain like high dimensional beings um or other guides or stuff like that so I'm trying to like ex- formulate how to ask this if I'm taking too long um basically can we expect to have our spirit guide that we're used to with us while we're journeying or is it just us and the new um guide I, I would say try not uh, try not to project one way or the other so that if it does happen, it's natural and not. Okay. Um, but I mean, we'll get into the like, I, and I think some of the specifics of like the beginning stuff is actually laid out in, in the intro to my book. But we'll be actually doing some of those exercises and breaking it up. And what happens when you and I think I even said this in my book, it's like really much easier to do this in a group than it would be to do on your own. Okay. And, and that's because everybody in the circle is like having the same intent. And because of that intent, they're also supporting everybody else's intent. So you have this group field effect, which makes everyone, it lifts everyone up um, in a sense. So, you know, groups are really powerful. Um, that's both good and bad because, you know, if you've got a bad group, ooh, yeah. <laughs> so. I'll, I have a question. Sure. So is it beneficial to have pr- like questions already ahead of time for your upper world and lower world yeah, guides? I think that, that that's a good idea for people is to have a few things that that uh, you might want to ask them. Uh, and I think I wrote huh? down a few. Um, if not, I really should. I know I've done some. So to take. <laughs> to let you know, like I have I have taught this class one time before. Uh, as an all-day workshop. I've taught elements of this class in other workshops, obviously. Whenever I do a workshop on my book, we sort of very quickly breeze through intro to shamanism, just the lower world stuff. Um, But to do that, this I taught like, mm, let's see, the last time I went through Pittsburgh was in like, you know, 2015, I think, or 2016. Might have one of the, I think it was 2016. and I taught up in York. No, uh, it was Gettysburg. I was doing a fair in York. Sorry. <laughs> it all sorts of runs together after a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, and doing the all day um, workshop starting in the morning, which I don't do anymore. I start in the afternoon because I love myself. 
Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna start saying that now. Yeah, yeah. Whatever certain things. Because I love myself. Yeah. <laughs> I love myself. Yeah. <laughs> might be more accurate to say I don't hate myself, but I try to aim high, right? You know? <laughs> yeah. Don't punish my time. <laughs> if you're not a morning person, if at all possible, don't schedule stuff in the morning. Yeah, it's true. That's funny. We it's have control. Yeah. Know yourself, right? Yeah. Together and once a morning, yeah, morning once a night. <laughs> I have shifted my schedule for you a lot. I know you have. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> you fight me every time. Yeah. Every time we get a guest who wants to like record later, she's always like, "Yes!" Like you were like one o'clock. Yeah, I'm like, she's notice like, like when works for you. I'm like, would one be okay? You're like, yes. I'm like, awesome. Yes, because you're talking hurt. to me. <laughs> yeah, I I I don't mind doing early things, but usually I have like my morning routine ish loosely. Mm-hmm. So I like to stick with that, especially during like Monday through Friday. So I like to have stuff scheduled afternoon. That way I'm refreshed yeah. and rested, well rested. <laughs> well, I, like I start to fade though really bad when it gets a little later. Yeah, I can't be too um, late. Yeah, anymore, but well, we used to try to um do we would have like work that would go into the uh, night, like mm-hmm. when we were like candles during holiday season. Oh gosh, yeah. During before we had it like under control, we would start. We worked like 10 o'clock and 11. I'm like useless after like seven. I feel like I just start making all these mistakes and it got to the point where like she'd have to like double check because I would fake. I'm morning, man. Mm-hmm. 5 a.m. I'm ready to go. <laughs> like, wow. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, my cutoff point is usually sometime after 11 or mid. I'm like, don't ask me to do any magic after midnight. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> Don't ask me to do Occasionally I can if I've taken a nap. Um, but yeah, like if, if you want a readings, like it, it, it cannot be late. Like it can't be early either. There's just a very short, sweet spot where it's like, yes, during these times, he's on. Yeah. This four hour window. <laughs> yeah. You can catch me. <laughs> you can catch me. <laughs> yes. You have four hours. That's I it. I love it. <laughs> that's awesome. Or Ricky Clyde's <laughs> I don't know. If I've, I've lost the question. And I don't even know if I answered it. Oh, we were talking about having pre-existing questions. questions. Yeah, I think that's, that's good, good to have some questions. And also because one of the things I would like us to do is to pair off and have the person journey to their upper world teacher and then have the their partner ask them the question while they're there with the upper world teacher and then have them relay the answer from the upper world teacher back to them. Do you ever have people attend that do not have any experience at all? Like experiences? Very, very. It's really, really rare. I had one person in that uh, Gettysburg class that just could not visualize at all. And but I, I try to tell people, you know, sometimes it's not about any visuals at all. It's a sense or it's a feeling. Sometimes it's like like one of the most well-known North American shamans is Sandra Ingerman and all her journeys from what I understand are like dark. They're like, and I don't mean like they're bad. I mean like she's journeying complete darkness and she hears everything. Mm. And so like, it's not, it's not always about the visual. It's not always about like the big sparkly, whatever that you'd see. It's, it can be the sensation. It can be a lot of times when I just go and like I journeyed last week, Friday and attempt to uh, 
one of the preparations for the class. Um, you'll get to meet this particular being, and maybe we'll even do a journey to him if we have time. <laughs> <laughs> if we have time. Um, I have a big crystal skull uh, who sometimes appears in my weekly prayers, uh, you know, stuff. I think he did last week, in fact. Um, my crystal skull is named Pepe. Um, and he's the happiest little skull you'll ever meet. And I will go with him. And sometimes I have questions. Most of the time, it's just like an exchange of energy and merging. And I come out of that and I don't know what to write down in my journal. It's usually just the sensations. Like I went, saw them, you know, we merged, we did this. I felt this in this area of my body. Um, so sometimes, you know, it's it's more about like, taking inventory of like your feelings, how you, and not just like your emotions, not just your thoughts, but sometimes actually sensations in the body as well. And I think we have such a narrow uh, definition, a lot of us, of what information and awareness is. Uh, and to sort of give you an example, you have people who are highly visual um, and that's great. And then you have people who are highly, they, they hear, you know, they they get messages or, you know, I'm mildly telepathic. I I always say that as kind of a joke with being, yeah, I'm mildly telepathic. Um, and by mildly, I mean, I'm not listening in on your thoughts and it only happens every so often. It's only usually around certain things. You know, we're on we're on the wavelength. We're, we're thinking the same thing. Um, but when you develop that, if you journey, it makes it a whole lot easier because, <laughs> mm -hmm. you know, your paranoid can just tell you blah, 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 you know. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> or same thing with your upper world teacher, whatever other um, being that you meet, it makes it easier. Now, that did not happen for a while. You know, it, that took a while to develop. So we're mostly going to be doing like meet and greets, getting familiar with. We might try to go push a little bit more. It's very common to be nervous, particularly in a partnered exercise. Um I still get nervous uh, when I'm journeying for somebody else. It's fine. It's you're. It's fine. You'll be fine. I mean, <laughs> my next question is: Are are there any crystals that would would be beneficial to bring or wear? Hmm, that's a good question. You want you want something that's going to enhance the experience? Or? Yeah, like to enhance the experience, or if someone has anxiety about doing oh, this type of journeying, like protection wise, like just to I like amber a whole lot, mm. um, which is not really a stone. It's a resin, but it's a natural mm. resin. Um, I, I've, you know, I found that it's it's a very soothing kind of energy. And I actually have this amber chip like necklace I'll do if I'm going to do like heavy duty work. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Maybe I'll, I don't know. It's sort of like, I'm always like, I've got a million necklaces and it's like, which one should I bring for the trip? I was like, well, I should bring more than one, but I don't want to bring like a bunch, you know? I'm yeah. Like, I have to I narrow it down. I feel like we have a mutual friend who's going to bring all the crystals. <laughs> Dan. <laughs> Dan, I'm trying not to predict what Dan's animal is going to be. We um, have to remind him collectively. Not to force the bear. <laughs> no, to, to the date. Oh, the date, yeah. Ah, yes, the date. Dan, if you're listening I know. to this, July 15th. <laughs> Yeah. It's a six-hour block. Please yeah. block it on your schedule. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, we're <laughs> supposed to be together and have dinner, I think, too. And just, yeah. you know, I'm like, I'll get there, like, Thursday afternoon. 
I'll get check into my hotel and then I'm kind of free for a bit. I might, you know, chill, um, go swimming in the hotel pool. I don't know. <laughs> uh, oh, here's a question I do have about sure. everything. So whenever I, and I know other people experience this too, whenever like I'm like visualizing and stuff like that, there's this element like, is this me? Like, am I imagining this or is this experience real? So how does one combat that? Um, or how do you deal with that? Yeah, that's where the group helps. That's where group work helps. Okay. So like if we're sitting in a circle, this is this is how I, I used to, you know, there are certain things like I remember there was a class that one of my teachers was getting ready to teach and I went to Journey to see if I should take it and like the immediate answer was like no absolutely not right now and I was like well I was a little nervous about the class because it could bring up a whole lot of stuff and it was heavy work um I believe it was like depossession and curse unraveling oh that sounds amazing actually right but it tends to like bring up a lot of your crap and it can be really hard on you and even hard on the instructor too so I was, you know, kind of like, well, do I want to do this right now? I'm just, you know, I'm in a good spot. Uh, <laughs> but I was like, okay, I'm not sure if this is just my ego, my own hesitancy. I was like, so I said, can you give me a sign that this is not just me? So later, my mother was like, hey, we're going to be going down to visit your aunt in Florida. Can you stay and take care of your grandmother and take care of the dog on this day? And it was the day of the class. Oh, so it was just sort of like, okay, yeah, cool. And I've asked, so sometimes you can ask them for some sort of confirmation. And that's really, when you get started, that's a good thing to do is to ask for some sort of com- confirmation uh, out in the world um, so that you can see that it is coming from a place that is not just your own ego or your own subconscious. I would also like to, to say that realize that everything you experience is going to be filtered through your consciousness. So sometimes the form that something takes, the way it's said, is going to be affected by that, Um, which is really cool when you have like a group and you're all journeying on the same thing. So if, say, we take a topic, we all do like healing work on something. It's a common thing. When you come back and you compare the stories, you may not get all of the same details but there usually are enough that are in common you're like oh okay I picked up on that and sometimes you'll see like oh that was just like the other side that I didn't see you know and so it's like when you ask different eyewitnesses what they saw mm-hmm. <laughs> there's going to be differences and there's also going to be commonalities and by doing group work it really helps build a sense of trust and so the more you work with it, um, the more you can sort of trust what you're getting. Okay, that's so interesting. So um, I'd mentioned yesterday we did a, like a circle here. Yeah. And I had had like something come in. I was doubting it. But then two people in our group had similar things and it like kind of confirmed what I so it's interesting so had those people not been there I might have been questioning it Mm -hmm. but it was like this real world thing that happened to all three of us Mm -hmm. um you went rogue but it was this is what I do (laughs) do. (laughs) 
that's my but nature. But yours is very applied to you. Very no, much. mine fit my circum my situation perfectly, yeah. and I got a lot of clarity, and I'm really really grateful. Mm-hmm. Shout out to the goddess. Yeah. Step forward. And she um the card you got it had her. Yeah, it's funny too. herself on it. Yeah. Um, and another energy that I, I am associated with came forward twice during that experience as well, which was amazing. So <laughs> I'm just enjoying life right now. Yeah. Um, okay. That reminds what you were saying also reminds me of um, the meditation course I'm taking. And it was saying that when you have um, like experiences to just observe them and then to like look like uh, he didn't say ask for physical things, but he said what like look for things that like manifest. Um, as like confirmation and kind of like observe that too and record it. So I think that's what I'm going to try to do because I doubt all the time and I was worried about during yours if I will like go in my head and right. Is it beneficial for the anybody who's planning on attending to start meditating now and develop a meditation if they don't already have one a meditation practice? I think it's always a good idea. I mean I've been spotty like I said, the last, cause I've, I've had just so much stuff going on. I'm trying to get back to like very regularly, you know, doing this, but it, it, you don't have to. So like, you're like, Oh, I don't have a dedicated practice. I shouldn't come to the class. No, I mean, you can come to the class anyway and we'll get into it. And part of that is like, again, the group intention and like calling in spirit, setting sacred space will help amp that up. Um, if you want to meditate in preparation and to get ready, it might deepen your experience um, that you have during the workshop, but it's not necessarily, you know, you don't have to do it um, for that. It might help or it might just like make you just feel better, <laughs> which is helpful. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm trying to figure out like a good posture since we're going to be like doing stuff for so long um because my back will get like oh i'll have you get up and move at one point for those of you who have social anxiety i'm sorry to say we will have to dance at some point fine with it you are i'm nervous that's the part (laughs) it's a safe space nobody is looking at you because they're all too scared that everyone's looking at them okay so we're all doing our dance at the same time are we doing at the same time or one at a time all at the same time. Okay, okay. okay good. Here we go. See, <laughs> no anxiety. No, 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 no. That that would be the advanced version. We're all going to be <laughs> dancing She's at the same time. right now. <laughs> Shaking a little bit. It, it will be. Body movement's good for you. It releases, uh, gets the energy circulating and really helps you release and stuff. <clears throat> what? I do this all the time. I'm going to reveal kind of like, I don't want to like reveal all of this stuff right now, um, but it's it's not like normal dancing. You'll see. It it. It's a way to build power for this, but um, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna do, make sure you bring plenty of water with you and comfy clothes and comfy clothes. And uh, I hope they have like a good bathroom because I tell you, there's something about journeying and doing kind of spirit work where like you do one journey, it's like everybody's got to get up and go to the bathroom now. All right, we'll come back in five, you know, kind of thing. <laughs> Yeah, that's how Ricky is. Oh, yeah. Yeah, anytime I do, like, a reading, a healing, or a journey, or a deep meditation, before and after, got to use the restroom. Yeah. We're going to be running, fighting for it. Fighting for the bathroom. Yeah. (laughs) And then we have one. (laughs) Sorry, guys. Make it quick. That's going to be fun. It is going to be fun. Yeah. I'm really excited. Mm -hmm. I think we covered a lot. 
think so too. On it and answered a lot of questions that anybody might have. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else you can think of that a potential attendee might need to know? Me? Anybody? Don't have any. Oh. The question you bringing up, should we have prepared questions, was a really good one. What about snacks? Snacks. I'm going to have to need snacks. Yeah, so you should bring your own snacks because I'm really bad about um, My teacher was like the greatest for like having the sacred snack table. But mm. she was also teaching locally and that was a lot easier and everybody brought snacks to the thing. Now, her rules were like no eating in the circle itself. And I'm kind of like, yeah, I get that. Um, water, fine. Uh, food off to the side. And that's something we'll have to talk to Patrick about if it's okay for people to bring that and have that inside. Or if we just take little breaks when they're bathrooms and, and have a little something. But at some point, we'll have to break for an extended period I think probably in between like when we transition from lower world work to upper world work that would be a good time to let people like have a breather get something to eat mm. um, yeah it's perfect perfect and uh, you know because it's it's a lot you know we're doing a lot packed into one day so there's gonna be an energetic impact from that <laughs> okay are we gonna feel weird or different for a couple days after, or is, yeah. is it just going to be go to sleep? And you're good? <laughs> yeah. Like, is, is it going to feel like 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 we're going to get blasted with um, energy? That's what I'm asking. I <laughs> so there's some things that I could do that would amp that up even more, and I'm like, yeah, we Me probably should do that in a beginner's workshop. That might just be a little too much. I just hit him with it. I'm fine with it. <laughs> You're mm-hmm. fine with it. But you know, it's intense, and you know, people have their lives they have to go back to on Monday. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, what I always tell people is like, you know, stuff happens to me in journeys, and I have usually like a an outcome. Like, it's not just you know, oh, I had this interesting you know mental trip. No, there's usually actual physical or circumstantial effects in the outer world for me when I when I do a significant journey and you know also certain types of energy work too will do that as well it's just like oh that was a little pretty picture it was interesting to feel that energy run and now this is happening you know (laughs) but this should be you know pretty well grounded because you know power animal is going to connect you to earth energies um uh, and really with the sacredness of the body. And then the upper world teacher is going to kind of connect you with like the wider um, cosmos in a way, or the sort of a larger uh, perspective outside of you, I guess is one way to put it. So what people's individual responses will be is going to vary depending on where they are in their life, what's going on, who they are, you know, <laughs> Uh, so I, it's one of those things like, I can't predict that exactly what will happen for every people. I mean, everyone who comes, I think like people will have outcomes and I think there'll be, you know, positive outcomes. There may be some stressful transitions for some of them, but that, you know, it's not usually big. If it's, if it's something like I just ended this relationship. Well, usually that means that that relationship was extraordinarily toxic and you need to get out of it. And your power and I was like, I'm just going to push it. I'm just going to push you off this cliff. You know, <laughs> you'll be fine. Uh, but 
you know, that's not a typical thing. Uh, it just, if you're in a very toxic place, you might have your circumstances shift and you might have new opportunities come your way. You might have some things that you need to let go of, uh, have that opportunity to let go of. It's like I said, it's very difficult. Um, but with intro to shamanism class, it's not usually like really intense. Like when we're like when I did a two year intensive training program, advanced shamanic training program, where that was like, let's take your life. Imagine it's a tree, a little young tree, and we're going to shake the branches until all the fruit comes off the tree. <laughs> but you're also but in this metaphor you're a bird in the nest and you're just like hanging on for dear life because you don't want your nest to come out of the tree. <laughs> and that's kind of what it was like. But at the end of that period, um, I was in just a much better place. Uh, I was, I hate, you know, using the word more powerful because people have like associations with force that I was more connected with my own power and my own uh, helpers. And I had a little bit more ownership of my own energy and talents. I'll put it that way. Um, and I did. And, you know, this again, this was a two year program, not a one week, not a one day workshop. So if you're scared about what might happen, just keep that in mind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, that I mean, I had major shifts uh, that happened. I had relationships that probably needed to be reassessed come to an end um i had other relationships deepen and open to more people and more travel i got my office which i didn't have prior to that program um i didn't have like a stable place to work in. i just would work out of wherever um so that was you know a big game changer for me um so if you want to come in with like intentions like understand that you're learning the tools of the practice at the, at, at this workshop you're learning you're learning the very basic tools of journeying setting sacred space you know how to do sort of a sacred dance how to smudge things like that um but we can like set intents with that set intentions like this is going to open me to you know a deeper understanding or like a more meaningful path i think you know more general uh sort of intentions like that are probably a good idea to set ahead of time like you know how do you want this to affect um your path in life how do you you know what kind of support do you want would be a good thing to think about um because this is all about building the relationships and building those bonds of connection and trust and support between you and spirit and, you know, spirit is like more than willing to help. As I often get told in many of my journeys, you need to call on us more. You need to ask for more help. You know? That's, so funny. That's, that's <laughs> my, like, I feel like my spirit yeah. tell me a lot too. Like, like, why did you just sit there and suffer when you could have just called us and help, you know, for help? Like you're, you're sad because you're lonely. Have us, you know, help bring, you know, more, you know, joy and connection and people and relationships into your life. In fact, let's do that right now. Yeah. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> team, you guys, angels. Life period, you know. <laughs> That's uh, so funny. So I think it, it can be a lot of things, but I mean, C 
see it as I see this for people as a jumping off point, like, oh, this is the start line. I And, you know, once we get the basic tools, we can go pretty much where we want to as we deepen that practice, because everybody starts the same. Everybody starts by going to the power animal, make, bridging that connection, connecting with seeing like how it can help and assist and like what it has to say, what it what you know, what energies it offers you access to in your life. And same thing like with going up to that world teacher, finding out what this is, what's this being, what what does it know, what can it tell me? And then doing a few basic things. And then from there, you know, you might go into like more healing work, like extraction and soul retrieval for people, or you might go into more divination, you know, getting advice kind of work, or you might go into like heavy work, like deep possession and curse unraveling, probably not off just right after your first, you know, beginning class, I would hope, or just general healing work for people. Or, you know, you might be what I call an exploratory shaman. I have a little bit of that vibe going on. I like to explore different things and go like, hmm, I wonder what's going on with this. You know? Yeah. <laughs> you could get into weather shamanism. You could, you know, do weather, dance with the weather spirits and see what they have to tell you. So there's just a lot of different directions you can go in. And it works for, like, people like I in in the circle that I sat in, we had people who were Jewish. You had people who were, um, you know, non non denominational Christians. You had people who were really Christian, and by really Christian, I mean like they actually, you know, lived by like Jesus is love and that sort of thing. Mm. Um, you had people that were interested in sort of more New Age kind of awareness, mediumship, that sort of thing. And so you had all these different people in the same circle, um, but all were using that, the techniques of shamanism to deepen their own spiritual practice. So that's what's cool about it is that these are underlying practices that lie at the root of basically all faith traditions had elements of this at one point in time. You don't have to be like, you don't have to be into like animism and shamanism like I am or, you know, new age stuff. You could be like, I am very much, you know, Christian. And I when I go to the upper world, I meet angels and saints and stuff like that. And that's fine. That works. Or you could be, you know, way out there and be like, I'm way into aliens. So I go up and I talk to the mothership. I, I don't care. I mean... <laughs> I mean, I, more power. I love it. If that, I love if that's it. what gets you going, go for it. Um, yes. If that's where you're resonating, that's where you're going to go. So it's really just about, you know, deepening and building pathways um, between ourselves and spirit and whichever, you know. So you don't like, you don't have to be a specific tradition to do this work. You can use um, the techniques to deepen whatever tradition you're in, which is what I like about it. Yeah, that's it's beautiful. Yeah, it's really cool. And you're allowed to have your own experience with it. It's not going to be restricted yeah. to all okay. your gnosis. Yeah, it's like you. this is the experience you have to have. It's going to be like widely different yeah. for each of us. I mean, I will set down a few rules when we're in there, but they're mostly safety rules and respect rules and stuff like that. I'm going to try very hard not to interpret your experience for you okay. uh, because I, you know, that would be me 
saying like, oh, you know, sometimes I get a hit on people's dreams. You know, what do you think this means? What do you think that means? And I'm like, sometimes I'll just know. Mm. Sometimes I'm like, I think you're going to need to look into that yourself, you know. But even when I think I know, I'm like, okay, if this was me, this is what I would say it means. And I'm going to broach that. Like, it's not just my job to not interpret your experience. It's actually every participant's job to not interpret other people's experiences in the class during the day um, and allow the person to come to terms and interpret their own experience. Because if they don't, even if it's like, because here's what happens. Sometimes when we're in it, it's really hard for us to see it. Um, but the process of coming to the realization of what it means or what we saw or, you know, how we connect with it is really important for the individual to figure out for themselves. If you just jump in and say, oh, that's because this happened with this and that's because you're this, you take that from you take that experience of integration away from that other person wow. and that integration is really key to really having that energy sink into their bones into their awareness into their consciousness it's really important um one of the practices that we did in the advanced training workshops which we won't do here because i'm not cruel mm -hmm. um now, we really couldn't do it because it was an overnight practice. Um, oh, sure. <laughs> so we did like the last journey or ceremony for the day, and then we were not supposed to speak until the next morning. Wow. Wow. Yeah, because we were like, because like so much stuff happened and we were like bursting to share and they're like, no, because oh. sometimes when you talk about an experience, it bleeds the power out of it. Um, and so sometimes you want to keep that experience in with yourself for a bit. So when we're going around the circle, I'll ask for people to share. I also say, you know, you don't have to. If you feel like this is something really personal, if you feel like you're not ready to share that right now, you don't have to. The only thing I'll ask is like, are you back? You know, you do have to share that. You know, <laughs> I will ask you your name. I will ask you to say your name out loud. You know, to make sure. What if someone comes back and is like, I'm blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah, they're like not identifying yeah. Right. Well, then I will go over to them and quickly try to ground them and pull them back in. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 there are solutions. <laughs> yeah, there are things that we can do. So. But that's a good question. I should totally have like I have ideas. I've only done it a little bit, but I sh I'm going to do a journey on that before I get there so that I have a, like a stated process approved by either my power animal or upper world teacher or better yet, both <laughs> for that that incidence. It doesn't usually happen that often and it probably won't happen with these journeys because most of these are going to be shorter. Um, because again, it's intro class. So we're trying to introduce a lot. Um, we're just dipping our toes into the shallow end of the pool at this point. Uh, and then as time goes by, if you stick with it, you can go deeper and deeper and deeper. And then, you know, hopefully you come up for, for air every now and again. Hmm. How long are each of these journeys going to be? So they're going to vary from like five minutes to maybe like 15 to 20 minutes. Okay. We might go a little longer when the ones I'm using the audio recording because my hand won't get tired from beating the drum. Boom, 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 boom for 15 minutes. Um, like the very first journey, it's going to be like real quick. It's going to be like maybe five minutes if we're lucky. Um, it's going to be really short. But like I said, there 
there's so many other things that happen in class. There's sharing, there's writing, there's processing. Uh, we'll get up and dance, we'll get up and move, we'll get up and take breaks. Um, you know, go go pee because you need to. Um. <laughs> okay. I'm excited. Yeah. July 15th at the Menagerie. At the Menagerie. I know. Yeah. I'm already getting like messages like on license plates. Like yesterday, like literally person pulls in front of me, time to go. Oh. <laughs> and then the next person that pulls behind behind them, it says, yay, yay. And I'm like, all right, y'all. <laughs> You're having some fun. Um, so I'm hoping that that means that we're going to just like, it's going to blow our socks off and it's going to be, it's, this should be fun. I mean. <laughs> oh, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. I mean, there's. Yeah. Like, there's rules that we have to follow and I'll be very clear with them. And they're just a few and it's, it's not hard. I'll just remind you of them like, Hey, you want to make sure you do this and don't do that. And I don't think we'll have, you know, I, I think the one time I saw someone break a rule, uh, I was at my teacher's place. And so I'll, I'll, I'll give you what one of the rules are. Um, there is a callback signal that is a very specific beat. And we will drill this when we get there. And I'm like, you hear that signal? I don't care what the spirit is telling you. It could be telling you the secret to infinite abundance. It could be telling you, like, how you're going to meet the man or woman of your dreams. It could be, I don't know, the secret to being eternally young. I don't care what they're telling you or what they're selling you, for that matter. Mm -hmm. um, you hear that? Even if they're not done, you're just like, sorry, we'll have to pick this up later. You got to come right back. Okay. That is like importante. If you break that rule and I have to come get you, I will eject you from the class. <laughs> oh, oh dear. It's no funny business. I yeah. I like I said, almost I've only seen that rule broken once. It was not at one of my circles with one of my teachers, and that person never came back. Wow. And, which is good because they shouldn't. <laughs> wow. They're, there are safety reasons for that. There, you know, there are lots of different reasons for that. But it's mostly like being respectful of everybody else's time. It's like, hey, you want a journey longer? You can do that on your own. You're in a class now. Everybody here has equal say. So callback signal means you come back now. Okay. Uh, that's my one. That that's one of my big hard rules that I will not bend on or budge. <laughs> that sounds like it. Yeah. <laughs> For good reason. Yeah. You gotta trust the teacher. Yeah. Any of his experiences. Even if you think that you do have some knowledge on it, you still have to follow the instructor because that's the whole purpose of the class. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so. if that spirit's just really, they will save that. They will tell you later. You know, they can tell you again. It's not like, you know, they got all the time in the world. We do not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Has there ever been anything like um like scary that happened like any strange uh, experiences when you were in um, various workshops in various work I'm tr I'm I'm searching I've been like really nervous about stuff because it's bringing up my own crap but I mean <laughs> that's just <laughs> it's like I had um, a series of medicine wheel classes where it's like I'm always gonna feel uncomfortable when I go why do I keep going you know? <laughs> yeah. But it's because like afterwards I feel better and it's like, it was a good thing uh, to face and go through. Uh, but as far as a scary experience in the moment, 
No, I don't be- I can't think of anything. Mm-hmm. Has so. there been any, like, anyone in the class that's that you've been in that's had something strange? Well, strange, yes, but that's kind of part of the... <laughs> yeah. That's the realm we're playing. It's all strange and unusual. I myself am strange and unusual <laughs> kind of thing. Um, I will say this. I did have... Uh, and this was a personal journey I did to a particular place. I rarely see my power animal get mad or aggressive, like almost never. There was a being, there were some beings in this one area where I went and he just went full predator mode and just jumped in and snarled and, and holy shit. I was like, Oh crap, man. And they scattered. And they were just like, <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> and it's like, they're like, it, it was, you know, one of those, don't you touch my boy. You kind of. <laughs> wow. So we're safe. Yeah. yeah. That's kind of why you have your power animal with you. <laughs> yeah. We're like, well, now I see why I have you. This is. <laughs> oh, man. I'm excited. I, I am. Too. I'm like, now, you know, the more I talk about, it, I'm like, the more I'm like, let's do it. Yeah. yeah yeah i i am i'm excited i'm ready to experience the full experience mm-hmm. <laughs> i know i'm like i'm trying to like tell people that like but i'm like i don't want to give like the whole class to you right on on this thing like because it it won't be as impactful as being there for one and like i don't want people who are listening to be like oh we already know this i'm like you know it but you don't i'm like yeah <laughs> there's not the context here so it's going to be good. And, and, you know, some of the stuff's in my, in my book too. So like the starting up stuff and, you know, if you can't make that, you know, I'll be, I'll like, I'll be there the day before signing books. I'll be, I'll be doing little sessions for people as well. Um, Cause I was like, I'm going to be in town. I might as well do some work on people while I'm there. Um, Cause I don't know about you, but like in the last month or two, even despite everything that's going on, I've been feeling this really big pull to really use my gifts. Oh yes, mm-hmm. definitely. Uh, just like, it's just this pull and it's very frustrating because like I haven't really had as much opportunity to do that. Anytime I do, I'm just like, yeah, I'm awesome. Not in like a <laughs> way, but just like, I got to do something. Yeah, this is cool. I still got it. You know, I always feel like when it's go time, it's go time. <laughs> time to go. Yay. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's real chill and all of a sudden the universe is like, all right. That's enough. Get up. Let's go. <laughs> we'll set the intention that, you know, right now that, you know, there there will be people that will be given signs that they should be there. Like be here. You know, maybe it's like this deep inward desire. Maybe they have a dream they're going to be there. Maybe they see some sort of weird billboard with lots of animals on it. I don't know. Um, Maybe they hear some other stuff that's like references shamanism or drumming or journeying or, you know, having a trip. I don't know. But we'll just say that the people that need to be there or that will benefit the most are going to be there and they're going to have a blast. Mm. Uh, because I really want everyone to have a blast and have this experience that is, you know, heart opening and, you know, very supportive. 
I think it's going to be eye-opening. I think it's going to put a lot of people on some different trajectories. I'm talking about myself. I think it's going to have um, be very illuminating and, and start another portion of a journey mm-hmm. in some yeah. respect. Yeah. It's like opening the door, literally. So right. I'm excited. I'm really excited. So we're getting over an hour now. Yeah. Um, is there anything you would like to tell our listeners before we close up the podcast? Oh gosh, so much. (laughs) So much. I mean, it's, I tell you the last, I don't know about everybody else, the last few years have been so hard. Um, And at the same time, I've had so much uh, creativity come out of that. And now I'm just sort of like, okay, and I feel like I'm in a rebuilding period and like a reawakening of like trust and joy and connection. And so I think like this is a really, because shamanism is really all about relationships um and building relationships and you know i feel like i need a lot of healing in that area right now so this is a perfect class to teach (laughs) it's like because it's all about building relationship with spirit and so many of us have had our lives shaken up or changed and some of it's been good some of it's been really hard i think it's it's time to start to emerge and to you know, build with hope uh, with our spirit helpers and our power animals and our teachers and all of our guides to start, you know, to start to process this experience so that we build from it and be, and we're better and uh, we live deeper uh, so that when the, you know, the storms and tides of life come again, we're like, I got this. I know how to I know how to get through this and not lose myself. Um, I, I think that. that's really important. And you know, I'll be honest, I have lost myself during this. I've also found things <laughs> that I thought that I, you know that I'd never thought I'd do or you know be able to do. So now it's sort of like, okay, I got that. Now I need to get the rest of me back and come in, you know, with the knowledge and awareness that we've gained but also rebuilding that sense of um, space and safety and trust and love and hope. So that's kind of my intention um, moving forward, not just with this workshop, but moving forward in the coming days, weeks, months, and years, um, that we come out of this so much better and with a lot more intent about where we are heading because a lot of us, I think, found out that we were heading mostly in an unconscious direction where most things were on autopilot, <laughs> following other people's footsteps and rather than sort of walking our own. So I just, you know, I really want us to become who we are and to honor, you know, a lot of us have lost people and lost, you know, things that mattered to us. And to sort of honor their memory by creating beauty in our lives and the lives of the people around us. Um, so that's what I would like. <laughs> How about you? Beautiful. I love it. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for having me. That's a good message to end it on. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.